Okay, there we go. Hello <laughs> and welcome back to Gaming Source Network, your number one source for all things gaming. This is the GSN Roundtable Podcast, episode 60. My name is Scarlet, and we have got a wonderful show tonight. And you guys are probably wondering what's going on. Avery <laughs> is not doing too hot. He is taking a break today. So I am stepping in with the wonderful crew and our wonderful guest, Lee. But we'll let's get to this. Uh, with me tonight, we've got the Dan, the man. The Dan, the man. Yeah, the, the Dan, the man. And, I'm used and to a bit more of like a... Exactly. A, lead, a lead up, yeah, I know. Avery's yeah. got it like all figured out. I'm sure he's got like this list somewhere to the side of like everything he says. Um, we've got Rock, who's not a rock. He is amazing. Oh, bless you. <laughs> and we've got our guest, Stadia Dad, also known as Lee. How you doing? You all right? Absolutely swell. Thank you. Awesome stuff. <laughs> okay, so then what do we do next? Okay, so before we get started... <laughs> wait That's what we do. Yeah, we usually <laughs> wait for Anthony for a couple seconds. Um, before we get started, did you know that you can get the Roundtable as a podcast? Search for Gaming Source Network on Spotify, Pocket Cast, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get podcasts. Also, if you're watching us live, we want you to be part of the conversation, so go ahead and say, say hi in the chat. And if you want to be sure that your message is up during the show, use the Super Chat or Super Sticker feature on YouTube to show your support for GSN. Last but not least, you can join GSN right here on YouTube. Members get amazing perks from exclusive community play live streams to early access videos to GSN merch. So click the Join button below to learn more and become a member. Lee, it's fantastic to have you on. How are you doing? And tell us a little bit about you. Uh, I'm thrilled to bits to be here, to be honest. Uh, I never thought... Well, I've looked at early stage streaming three months ago, and look at me now. I'm on the GSN. Wow. So thank you very much for having me. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Like I say, just really surprised to be here. Oh, <laughs> oh bless him. <laughs> so how'd you, how'd you get started in games? I know you're, you can, you, on your channel, you tell us you're 43 or something. 43, so the ripe old age of 43. You're pretty young. So <laughs> how'd you get started on games? I started gaming when I was about seven years old. My parents bought me, I don't know if you know about the ZX Spectrum 48K for Christmas. And it was literally just a little keyboard, rubber keys, and a tape deck. And you put the tape in, slam it down. Did you put in loads, hash, I can't remember now. Press play and it'd load up, take about an hour. And yeah, these little games that you used to play. And that's how I started all the way back then. It's a great way to start. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right, so let's see here. Um, I'm already forgetting things. Uh, this was supposed to go up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so now that we're back onto this can go up, what have we been playing? We're going to go ahead and start with Dan. What have you been up to this week, Stadia, GFN, or otherwise? What have I been playing? Um, I played some Outriders. I, I, I kind of got through the tutorial. You may have seen something on Twitter about me ranting that I wanted to play um outriders with someone who wasn't on stadia so therefore the patch isn't available for stadia just yet which means i couldn't play um with that person which was annoying but i also had to sit through a 40 minute tutorial as well just to be able to find out that i couldn't play with this person so i wasn't happy bunny but you know first world problems eh? yeah but, um <laughs> overall I, i'm enjoying the game so far um i'm once that patch actually goes live hoping to jump in with a few familiar faces around the community as well um it wasn't a game i was going to pick up originally but i've heard good things about it um 
so I decided to give it a try. Other than that, um, we we've actually I've actually been playing um, some like family friendly games today um, because there's uh, two miners that um, basically my friends' kids that wanted to play Stadia as well, so uh, they wanted to play things like Cake Bash, um, Get Packed, F- Humans Fall Flat. So we've just kind of rotated, you know, what I mean, around those type of family friendly games as well for them. So. It's actually the first time I've ever played Cake Bash, and I regret it not playing it sooner, game. to be fair. <laughs> and then, obviously, the, the usual Pokemon Go, but we won't go into that because it's not Pokemon Go source. So, <laughs> Well, Dan, <laughs> we can always <laughs> branch. <laughs> I've started it now, Anna. Yep. <laughs> All right. Uh, Rock, what you been up to? Yeah, well, I've also been playing Outriders, uh, but but on Xbox because it's free over there. Um, so sorry about that, Dan. I'm obviously a couple of patches ahead of you. I've played about 35, 36 hours, I think, of Outriders. So I, I finished the main campaign and I'm about halfway through all of the side quests and sort of some of the end game stuff. But it is... Um, it feels like it's about six months uh, from where it should have been in terms of you know, they should have released it in a few months from now. I think it's undercooked, but it, it is very addictive, uh, particularly, you know, I know, Dan, you and I, we both love a bit of Destiny, mm-hmm. uh, any of that kind of grindy, looter, shootery stuff. This is right up our street. Um, so that's the part I'm really enjoying. Uh, I've done a bit of matchmaking, uh, but not a huge amount, uh, and that's working quite well. But yeah, I mean, it's going to make a big difference once the patches are applied in Stadia. Absolutely. Awesome, awesome. Uh, Lee, what you been up to? I have not been playing Outriders. Uh, not purchased it yet due to what the guys were talking about. Uh, but I'm still very, very tempted by it. I keep watching reviews and, pre- and all these different videos on it, and I'm so tempted. And my finger's been hovering on that buy button so many times. But I'll be waiting. But no, I've uh, been playing a bit of Far Cry New Dawn, uh, replaying through that again because I think it's an amazing uh, little seven, eight now, eight-hour game uh, to play through. And we've just been playing actually with Emma, my wife, uh, some Family Feud, and it ended on the the oddest question of uh, things you'd find on a teenager's floor, and one of the answers was CDs. In 2021. I mean, who was going to get that? <laughs> my, so... my mind went somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't CDs I was thinking of. Either. No. It no, might have been no. a couple of the letters. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, And some FIFA 21 as well, which the less said about that, the better, really, because uh, <laughs> we uh, played with the community on a Friday night, and I had one of the worst nights ever. Honestly, they were rugby and cricket scores that were going past me. So <laughs> we, we, won't, we won't talk about that anymore. <laughs> All right. Well, then moving on. Um, what have I been up to? I have been helping my husband restart his Animal Crossing because uh, it had also been a year since he played last. So I hoarded a bunch of the stuff that he didn't want to lose when he reset the game. So there was crap all over my island. <laughs> and then when he restarted... We shuffled it all back onto his island, so he's got like, I don't know, a million bucks and basically paid off his house now. And yeah, so he's like skirting on by. <laughs> um, but that's pretty much it. A uh, little bit more uh, Poke Cafe because it's adorable. Are you getting Pokemon Snap? Oh, uh, uh, yeah, I, I pre ordered <laughs> that. Um, so I'm going to be all over that. <laughs> 
All right. Um, we're also going to go ahead and say hi to some of the people who are here in chat. Um, we've got Eli and this suspicious person. Skyver. <laughs> um, we got Emma Stadium Mom or Mum. My good lady wife. <laughs> we got Ray. Uh, we got Charles. We got this other suspicious person. Um, see your uh, Codex Gaming. More sus- okay, you guys, like, why are you also in the chat and in here? Anyway, <laughs> um, we got in lead. Who else we got in here? We've got Daniel Okanek. He's new the guy that sits next to me at work. Oh, <laughs> oh really? Hello. Yeah. <laughs> he hears me talk about Stadia Source all the time. It's like, yeah. Oh, hi, Daniel. He's probably sick of it, but now. You famous well, now. Awesome. We've got lots of fun, fun people here. We got new people here. I just so wanted thanks. to address this one as well. No, we just switched switched the living room and the dining room now and made this into an office. So my computer's here. My partner's computer's on the other side of the room. Still kind of working on the background. There's still some things that need putting away just down there. But like, I do have kind of a better display. But I don't know if you remember, I had the high seat behind me before. But like, obviously, it come up to about here, so you couldn't really see anything behind me. Um, so I've had to nick the uh, the missus chair. But the problem is, you can't lean back on it because it goes all the way back. So, I do that and fall over. But it's, it's a little bit more prettier behind me now, so we'll get there. <laughs> Not as good there. as rocks. Yeah, rocks is rocks layout. No, it's confused me. When he when he first joined the chat, it had the uh, the GSN, you know, the the YouTube thumbnail, and I was like, I thought for a minute that he'd got it like printed out on a big board or something. I was like, that's dedication. Like. Yeah. <laughs> all of a sudden, started moving. I was like, Scarlet, let's be honest. <laughs> But yeah. All right. Well, thanks everybody for being here. We love having you here. Um, let's go ahead and move on. We're going to move into the news roundup. All right. Up first, we're going to be talking about some stadium news. What do we got here? We have Floor Kids released. I will be honest, I don't know what this is. <laughs> um, I mean, anybody? all I've seen is trailer to be fair and it looks like a dancing break dancing type yeah. game not really like the, the tea, but i saw the guys on uh, the sbcn streaming it last night and it's very much one of those rhythm based sort of games very much like avici obviously you've got a guy break dancing and you've got to get it in the right time at the right moment it's very yeah. addictive actually it looks quite good yeah no this does look very good it's got um original music by kid koala who i'm assuming is oh, an australian dj uh, and all the art styles by some artist called John John, who, again, I'm assuming in his own world, is well-known. But um, it's got a nice arty feel, and there's all sorts of different musical-based games. Um, so, you know, you can you can even do dance-offs. I think it's got multiplayer. And I think it's, yeah. it's cross-platform as well, but I may be wrong. But it, it actually does look pretty good. It's won a load of awards. Um, so, it's a, yeah, it's a good game. And I think it's reasonably priced. It's, uh, it's what's it about? $11.99? Yeah, something like something that. Like that. Mm-hmm. No, it was nineteen ninety nine. Oh, sorry, I apologize. It was the other one that was on discount. Yeah, right. I think Kid Koala was tweeted about it yesterday. Actually, was he? Do you know much yeah. about Kid Koala, Lee? I, I haven't got the foggiest, my friend. I've got about as much knowledge <laughs> as Kid Koala as you have. I just but imagine so, he's got a little button nose and cute eyes. The yeah, Stadia retweeted <laughs> it. That's how I saw it. So, <laughs> uh, you know me and uh, modern modern folk and their music. It's not really my thing. Uh, you know, maybe a bit of Mantovani or Mozart would have gone down for me. 
Yeah. Can you break dance to Mozart? <laughs> <laughs> I, I do remember somebody did bring there's, out some dance Mozart stuff. Yeah, in like um oh what is it? It was a like ye old DDR Dance Dance Revolution, and they had um oh it was it was I can't even it was like one of the most popular songs too, but it was some like breakdance version of Mozart music. It was, it was actually pretty good. It's a dance match. Just Excellent. Is I learned how to master DDR with the controllers. So, wow. <laughs> can, you, can you spin on your head, Dan? Have you ever ma mastered? Not that? yet. No, you're working. Well, on I'm it. thinking you're like I'm it. getting a bit of a bowl patch here. Once it's bold <laughs> enough, it might. If I do it on a laminate floor, and it might get around pretty well. <laughs> 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 so is that what Clive was a break dancer in his youth? Then is that what? <laughs> Maybe <laughs> he's <All> watching. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, <laughs> Lore Kids out now. Um, we've Go also again. got uh, the Dark Side Detective. A Fumble in the Dark is out oh, now wow. as well. Um, we talked a little bit about Dark Side Detective last week, I believe, and it's yep. funky humor and it's hmm. funky looks, but it kind of seems like a fun game. Anybody excited about this one? I've watched mm. John Scars play it. Um, he seemed pretty good. I don't think it's Michael Petit, to be honest, but you know, I think there's plenty out there that it'll appeal to. Was this one like meant to be free with Pro, or was it the other yeah, one? Yeah, it was the first the one. First one was, wasn't it? One. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah so I'm kind of bitter at the yeah. whole series because of that, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. I hear you. It's supposed to be very good. Again, if you like that kind of retro 8 bit look, um, then, you know, fantastic. And there's a, there's a ton of them on Stadia. It's not my thing. But I, yeah, I know John. You're right. John Scars thinks it's superb. Yeah. Um. And uh, you know, he's he he loved the first one as well. I think they're you know I think they're good for for that genre if you're into that kind of a game, and they're perfect for Stadia because of course you can play them on mobile, or tablets or your laptop. Um. And they're kind of you're not going to get a degradation in in the resolution, but uh, it's not my kind of thing. Tbh. It's one of those <laughs> that you'd let it pass you by until it drops on Pro for me. Yes, it's one of those. Oh, yeah. that's what I was planning to do. Yeah, yeah, mm. and then even then, I'd probably dip in it now and again just to see what it was like. But like I said, yeah, the, the trouble with anything that's kind of sub twenty dollars, uh, you sort of expect it to go to pro at some point. Don't yeah, you? Avery's philosophy as well. Mm. Of course, if you if you don't have a pro subscription, then it's not an issue. You're well, gonna yeah. have to buy it at some point. Um, but you know, if you do, then you're probably as wise to sit it out or try it for a couple of hours. And if it's not your thing, get a refund. I mean, we did get like what a pound off or something today, like discount from the original price. Okay, something like that. Seemed a bit like why, <laughs> but I'll take yeah. it. We could buy a lolly. Yeah. Like <laughs> <laughs> I say, wait right. for that hundred percent discount on Pro. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> um, also out, uh, Legend of Heroes: Trails of Cold Steel Four. I always keep wanting to say Trials. Um, oh, yeah. Another trials. one that I don't know a whole lot about, uh, but mm. it seems kind of interesting. Anybody here excited for this one too? Mm. <laughs> There's quite a lot of RPGs come out at the moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And and right. the thing is with RPGs is like they require a lot of time and effort, you know what I mean, to get through them. And yeah. mm -hmm. like I I used to be a big Final Fantasy fan. I used to play, you know what I mean, forty plus hours of Final Fantasy games and stuff like that. But 
I mean, I barely have enough time to game what was being an adult and working on everything as it is. So never stop me. <laughs> no, but like I like games that I can kind of jump in and out of really quickly and not have to worry too much. Yes. Like with this type of thing, you, you kind of have to stick with it for for yeah. you know, I mean an hour or so to get involved, get get engrossed in the storyline. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I, I can't commit to it, but it's a shame because I see these games and I think I probably would like this. Um, I fully meant to play uh, the Dragon Quest. I think it was Dragon Quest. Mm-hmm. Um, game. Oh man, Dragon Quest is so good. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was going to play that um, on stream before I did the um, Kaze and the Wild Masks, but I've I've still not even redeemed the code yet. So, yeah, I'm sure I'll get around to it at some point. But again, I think there's um there's another one of these, the tra- Trails of Cold Steel, wasn't there? That come out. I'm assuming there's one to four somewhere out there. Yeah, I mean, on Stadia, we got, we got, I think it was three or something not long ago. Yeah, we did. The only we thing I'm going to say about these games and the thing that annoys me about them is because they have about like 80 um, add ons for the game, oh, like yeah. different costumes and different yeah. packs you can buy. And of course, me, you know, I mean, I have to update our database with the all <laughs> of the, the things on. So I had to sit there and spend like two hours adding all the images and all the data to the database. And it was like, wow. I doubt anybody even realizes I've even done it, to be fair, but it is what it is. <laughs> that is why it is the best website out there, my friend, bar yep. none. So I mean, <laughs> very much like Dan, I just, I'd be the father of two. I just don't have the time for those sort of games. And echoing what Dan says, I just, Something I can dip in and out of, you know, an hour here, an hour there, yeah. and something like that. Very narrative heavy, you know. That's I'd, interesting, I'd... isn't it? And in a way, that's one of the reasons that I think Stadia is uh, appeals to so many people. It's that yeah. casual aspect. Yep. And so these more complicated games, like Humankind, is is one of those that's you know you you just no way can you dip in and out. You've you've got to devote days to get your head into it. Yeah. And it sort of doesn't quite appeal to a lot of the people who play Stadia, who, like you, Dan, I'm the same. I, I, I'm i like a butterfly. I mean, if I can't get the game in an hour, then I'm probably going to drop it. And the interesting mm-hmm. thing is, is that Trails uh, 4 here is is $60, so it's a, it's a full-price game. If you're going to pay that kind of money, you know, you, you need to know that you're going to devote the time to it, give it its its full, uh, full stretch. And JRPGs are massively popular, so you'd know if that was a game for you anyway. The, the, the flip side, I guess, is, though, that because we can play on things like mobile phones as well. Like I do find myself obviously being able to play whilst I'm, I don't know, say we're, we're laying in bed or something. You know what I mean? It's a weekend. I don't quite want to get out of bed just yet. I can, you know what I mean? Boot someone up on my phone or like, God forbid on the toilet or something. <laughs> like, you don't have to, like... <laughs> we're all the same, but none of us would have admitted to that, Dan, to be fair. <laughs> Someone's got in. We Come all on. know when there's that time where you take the phone to the bathroom. It's going to be a long one. Yeah. And then you can't stand up afterwards because you've been up. Your legs have all gone to sleep. Yeah. Collapse on the floor. So it's one of those things you probably could game a little bit more than you would if it was just, you know what I mean, on Xbox and it's tied to your, your TV in the living room or something. So there's trade-offs, I guess, but it's still something that you have to devote a lot of time to. And yeah. I think the hard part for me when it comes to anything like this is when there's too many choices. And so like, um, especially for like Monster Hunter, uh, you come in and it's like, oh, hey, here's like 50 choices just for your face and your hair and your cat and your weapons kit. And you could probably do stuff to your house too. 
And it's like, but I haven't even started the game and it's been an hour just me trying to decide if I like the way I look. <laughs> um, and so I just, the, that's the hard part for me. I love RPG styled games. I love a story. I love being able to kind of explore the world, but I don't like when they're like, okay, so you have way too many choices now. That's the part that I can't get into. I played, yeah. um, is it Black Desert? On uh, on GeForce Now actually, and, uh, and that's that. And you, and it's a really impressive looking game and great graphics. But you, you're right there, Scarlet. You know, you spend ages and ages defining not just the character looks, but that's what class you want to play, uh, and then all sorts of attributes and stuff. And then you get into the game, and there's a whole bunch of things that you've got to learn. And I love the look of it. There's a big part of me that says, "Cole, you know." I really would love to spend time in this, but then there's the old butterfly me that says, nah. Yeah. <laughs> Buy something up like Outriders, shoot a few things and go and have something to eat. <laughs> yeah. The thing is it's, with me as well. Sorry, Scarlett, go ahead. Oh no, it's just it's kind of it's a it's a lesser degree of instant gratification. That's that's what a lot of people look for. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good show. I think sometimes with me, like you're faced with a new game and you're like, Oh, I've got to learn how it all functions now. I've got to learn all the GUIs, got to learn all the mechanics yeah. of the game. And like sometimes. Which button combinations open anything? I mean, I played Cake Bash earlier. It was like press X to hit the other cakes. I was like, cool, I'm done. Perfect. Yeah. Hit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cake Bash, such a good game. Any other thoughts on this before we move on? Just that it's a massively popular genre. And um, yeah. Regal saying in the chat there, you know, he plays. He spent 55 hours on Dragon Quest already. So if it's mm -hmm. if it's your thing, then I know this has got a huge following. Um, it's just not necessarily our thing. Well, so that's actually um these these three games, all three of these games aren't games that I would that I would play, but I understand that there's people who enjoy them. So I mean, good for it that it's mm. on Stadia now. Yep. Yeah, definitely. Um all right. Oh, oops. There we go. <laughs> While you're on the toilet, you can also now change your stadium menu shortcut. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Excellent segue. Um, I don't know how many people really care to change it from shift tab to open up your menu, yeah. but I mean, that's kind of been the standard, hasn't it? It's only yeah. for the Chrome browser, so you kind of got to be playing it on a Chromebook or something, which I think yeah. if you're taking your laptop to the toilet, you've probably got a bit of a problem. But... Yeah, that's possible. <laughs> well i might have a confession about this as well because i think after writing this i was told that jem actually discovered this probably about a month or so ago um and i think he did a video on it and looking back i think i, I was like oh yeah he did actually so but i decided to leave it there just as a kind of reminder for those that didn't know um, yeah but like i, I mean i forgot We've. I'm, I'm assuming all of you have played via Steam, at least. And I'm pretty sure Origin does this the same way. Shift-Tab is just how you always open mm. up your menu. So I'm curious, actually, if anybody in chat would like to tell us what they do. Um, Eli is saying now that he changed his to Shift-Escape, which, you know, cool there. Uh, I'm just curious, like, does anybody has anybody else changed theirs at all? Um, I changed it to Alt and F4, but it's... Uh... It's not done me any favors to be fair it keeps closing it's on muscle memory if you're playing the game and you need to go and get something in you don't have to change it and then reprogram your brain and let's be honest if they've had developers programming the option to change this why couldn't they put a search bar in the in the home i mean you know surely surely there are better things that they could be working on yeah. no but oh, i think man. we have theories about that don't we because if people said if you don't add a search bar in it then you have to scroll past loads and loads of games that you might not have otherwise seen 
which might entice you to buy them or you go well, oh, actually, it's like when you put the that. milk in the back of the store it makes you walk past everything yeah. else that you don't need to get to the essentials and you're like oh but i might actually need this the candy at the till i get yeah. it yeah. Yeah. yeah but that said it would be nice for them to maybe do a ui ux update on the ccu and that's that's going to get completely abandoned soon yeah, because that we like we was playing on the Chromecast Ultra earlier, and like just scrolling left, left, oh, left, left. Is it me, or is it just getting right. slower as well? So yeah. Well, the more yeah. you've got, yeah, because yeah, it escalates all slower. the assets and stuff, and yeah. yeah, and there's a tiny amount of memory in that thing. Yeah, but yeah, they do need to do something like whether you can pin games to your start or something, or make it yeah. so that they're smaller squares and you can go like have three in a row yeah. or something. They need to yeah. do something, but I'm sure. Somewhere, someone they need to get on. on to, they need to get you in there, Dan. I'm just looking at the, the Stadia Source website. Every time I look at this, it gets better and better. It really is now. What what Maybe. feature have I added now that I've not told? Oh well, I'm just I scroll down and I found Stadia Source on the web and recent activity there, and it's just it's a it's a it's a thing of beauty, my friend. That's all I can say. People should be on this, and the GeForce Now, uh, GeForce sorry, the GFN Source site as well. Absolutely beautiful piece of work. Gorgeous. I just, just I don't know how you face. find the time. Sat. We shouldn't say this with Daniel Okabaka in the in the chat there, because uh, he's going to wonder <laughs> what what's he's, he's supposed to be working. What is he working on this website? Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Dan. Dan and his websites—they're a thing of beauty, and I love them. They really um. Are. All right. So let's see here. Ubisoft has also shared a 2021 roadmap for Ghost Recon Breakpoint. I haven't looked at it because I don't play these games, um, I but I do enjoy well. a good roadmap because it lets me keep track of where people are. So that's kind of fun. I think Lee wrote this one, um, Sea Troop, and uh, <laughs> yes, not does actually... it. no one did. It wasn't me. <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking there's a couple of guys in the chat that are looking forward to this news. Uh, Stadia Pro Gaming and uh, Stadia Vet Gaming as well. They're absolutely crazy. And Ray. Uh, and me. And you, yeah. I love this game. Yeah, be I think it was the first game I actually it. bought on Stadia, or one of the first ones I bought on Stadia. It's a great game. I think I've got it because someone in my family has bought it and shared it, but I've not actually played it yet. So, so do we know what's in the roadmap? Out of interest, or uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm on the Stadia Source <laughs> website. I'm having a look. <laughs> I know. Uh, where are we? Because we've got the new. I got Ubisoft's uh, forward in June. I saw that earlier. Uh, I don't know. Whatever it is, I'm sure it's going to be fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> well, mine's not even loading at the moment because I ha because obviously the content creator section it only updates when I log in to ah, obviously right. stop it from happening when everybody logs in. Ah. So sometimes every every like oh, so so often it just freezes on me for like ten minutes. I've got it. So um, so it says, do you want me to read it? Ubisoft has given, I'm just going to do it anyway. Go Ubisoft has given a brief glimpse of what new content and updates will be bringing to Ghost Break, uh, Recon Breakpoint this year. So beginning with the title update 4.0.0, uh, which arrives before the end of spring. So should be, what would that be? End of May, June? Um, thereabouts. Thereabouts. This update is being labeled as the Teammate Experience Update. I won't read the comments. Um, and then there's another one, 4.1.0, coming up later in the year. Um, so teammate experience, I guess, is going to build on the AI. Because, you know, when they first launched the game, 
um, you didn't have teammates like you did in the previous breakpoint. Mm. Um, people went, no, it's, uh, it was a staple of it. So they, they've introduced them, and I'm guessing... Uh, so this this uh, title update will focus on AI teammates. We knew that adding them to the game was only the first step, and we're happy to announce that their capabilities will be further improved. All the thing, the only thing I want, I don't know if you guys ever played the previous Breakpoint, is the ability to kill people with my drone. That's all I... I just used to go and hide behind a tree and send my drone out and do all the hard work for me. That was As someone who's never played this, I feel like that should be something that exists. It should exist. Like, it's a drone that, like, is... Why is this not already a thing? I used to just uh, I fly mean, into people and blow them up. I yeah, nearly actually did that in real life, <laughs> if I'm honest. You, you did it in real life? I mean, I, I have a drone, and one day I deci we decided, me and my father-in-law, to go and fly it down the local, like, washlands, like, just big open area, you know what I mean? No one nearby to, to upset or harm or anything, and I forgot to screw one of the blades on properly. <laughs> right, so... However, there is a, a, a main road bridge on the leftmost side of the washlands, but we, we kind of tend to stop before we get anywhere near that bridge. So we're not flying over real cars and stuff like that. So I got it I got it up in the air, and it's it was fine for a little bit. And then all of a sudden, it started spinning around on the spot as the blade came loose. And next thing you know, it just went down, and it landed on top of the bridge. Ooh. And literally it i don't know how it didn't hit a car or a car didn't run over it, it landed on the double yellow lines at the side of the road and wow. like it broke the yeah. camera broke something else on it so it's, it's all back to normal now but like we i honestly pooed my pants it was like because if that had landed on a car or something, you know what i mean like that could have caused some serious injury and obviously i wasn't in control of it when it was spinning around so that's how it ended up on the bridge um but the fact that it didn't cause any damage or get damaged other than the actual crash itself was true. And I, I think I've fl flown it once since. It's you like you weren't out at Heathrow a couple of years back with your father. No, that wasn't yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> this is a GSN Roundtable podcast, the Confessions of Dan series. Um, as we've learned yeah. much about our dear founder today. Yeah. But yeah, wow. I can honestly Kill say I have played. I hadn't played Ghost Recon Breakpoint before flying the drone, and it's kind of put me off a little bit now. So, <laughs> <laughs> horrible memories. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Well, then, um, if you're looking for more fights than Dan, you might want to check out Power Rangers Battle of the Grid. It's going to have a crossover with Street Fighter. Ooh. It is indeed. Ooh. I know Analyze. Anthony is yep. a Power Rangers player, so he's super stoked about this. Um, I mean, Street Fighter is pretty classic. It's it's your your beat 'em up game. I I've even played stuff like this before too. So I mean, it's it's fun. It's fun to get crossovers like this that kind of don't really relate. Like Aloy from Horizon Zero Dawn is now going to be a character in Fortnite. Like they don't oh, mix. Don't forget, actually, going back to Ghost Recon Breakpoint. I don't know if you noticed at the bottom of the article that Rock was just reading. Yeah. Ago, uh, Lara Croft Tomb Raiders is going to be. Yeah implemented into it as well so we've got another That's crossover awesome. in that respect as well i think she's also know. in fortnite as well isn't she at the moment she's at the moment yeah yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it's kind of fun <laughs> yeah i mean i can't because lara croft is obviously completely fictional um and breakpoint i know it's fictional but it's kind of sort of in the kind of contemporary it's a, it's I, a I can't realistic bring the two fiction. together yeah yeah it's like oh yeah we're bringing phoenix 
you know, the God and monsters. We're going to bring those characters in as well. I mean, where, what, at what point do you say actually that's not? But then they did have Terminator in there, I suppose. So they've they've mm. got they've got uh, previous, haven't they? I was well, playing one of the. Oh, no, you go ahead. Okay. So I was just saying that I was playing one of the Tomb Raiders games the other day, and my nine-year-old son came in and says, oh, look, it's that woman off Fortnite. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. So, yes, oh, Ouch. dear. Yeah. About son, Someone you need educating. Yes. Yes. Wow. Steady, your dad needs to do some parenting. <laughs> yes, I'm sorry. I'm not doing my job properly. Uh, <laughs> yeah. um, well, I was but just I thinking... Think... Uh, Okay, I'll finish my thought. <laughs> I was just thinking, like, we have all these crossovers and people are like, well, these these characters don't belong together and this game doesn't belong here. It's like, yeah, but how many of you guys have played Super Smash Bros? Do you yeah. really complain about it? <laughs> yeah. yeah, and now they've got Rock in the game as well. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> but no, when it comes to this uh, particular crossover, I was surprised to see them actually give the uh, Street Fighter characters, like, Power Ranger costumes rather than just be character models and you know what I mean, maybe a, a few extra attacks. They've actually got full blown Power Ranger costumes. So, like, it was good to see that. I don't know whether they'd uh, ever make some sort of crossover with the TV shows or something, but we'll Ubisoft are big on all that stuff. And uh, they do loads of, cr I mean, they, they're always doing cross promotions. And I often wonder whether money exchanges hands when they bring games into. Um, great point that aren't ubisoft games they've done that once or twice so um yeah i'm sure it's uh, it's all part of a bigger marketing plan i don't know whether anybody will be able to answer this question but i was i'm pretty sure that at some point in time we were supposed to we did get a tekken cross with uh, street fighter in which we saw some of the tekken characters go over to the street fighter games and obviously they were rendered in the style that street fighter is and um, there was also supposed to be a Street Fighter X Tekken one as well, which was obviously Street Fighter characters appearing in the Tekken games. But I don't think we ever saw that. And I'm a massive Tekken fan, so I know is that the film with Liam Neeson, or was that something? Else? <laughs> yeah, the auction. <laughs> I have a particular set of skills. Yes, I will find you. I just have to say Liam Neeson is probably one of my favorite actors. So he's fact, amazing, isn't he? In fact, someone he's else that I work with knows someone, or trains, like fight trains, with someone who actually taught Liam Neeson how to fight for those films. Oh, wow. Do the fight oh, scenes, nice. So. Yeah. He's everybody got a knows everybody voice. within seven connections. Yeah, there's that theory, isn't there? Well, yeah. I think yeah. I thought it was six degrees of separation. Is it six degrees? Yeah. Well, they adjusted it back along, didn't they? I can't remember if they added a couple of points or took a few off. But I think um, it used to be like five, and then it yeah. became like I think you could probably take a few points off now, given social yeah, media, internet, like. and stuff. Yeah. Absolutely. We'll just round it up to ten. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so, last thing for Stadia that we got today, uh, sort of, kind of, um, is that Risk of Rain Two Anniversary Update is also now live on Stadia. I have yet to touch Risk of Rain. Um, I hear it's just it's just a really good game though. Um, even for someone like me. <laughs> we played it on Stadia Source YouTube um a while ago, me, Dom, Avery, and a few other people. Um that's the only time I've really ever played it, but I did enjoy it, um, to be fair. And I'm happy that this update's uh, finally I know it's a little bit after the console versions and stuff like that, but um I've seen the list of updates because I, I basically copied and pasted them into the article earlier and there was a ton of updates, so I'm sure to people that 
are playing this game, you know what I mean, seriously and, and enjoying it, that this is probably a welcome update to them. Yeah. It's a fair old list as well. I checked it out just before we, we came on. It's a massive list of updates. Is it? Yeah, huge. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I yeah. Just it's a roguelike, it. isn't it? I, I can't be doing <laughs> yeah, roguelike. It's, it's like I've, Groundhog Day in game form. I tried it once on my own on my channel, and I really struggled with it, to be honest. It's one of them. I think you need two or three, possibly four, you, do. you know, to, to play along with you, because I didn't last long at all. I didn't last any longer than 30 minutes each time on one of my no, run-throughs. It's very difficult. <laughs> you, you, yeah, you do You do need to play with, with, with other people, I think. Yeah. Unless yeah, you gem, in which case it's... You do it with your eyes closed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> in your sleep. Yeah. Be anything you want, unless you can be gem. Yes. <laughs> is there any games on this list that any of us have actually played tonight? <laughs> Probably no. Well, yeah, no. Great point. <laughs> Risk of rain. Yeah. Play it. Just looking. For, just yeah, going for it. It's like played it seriously. Like enjoy. Yeah. It. We're talking about. I mean, oh, yeah, you we don't, you don't have to though. Like you don't have to be playing every single game. Play the things that it's you impossible. enjoy, and that's all yeah, it definitely. takes. Yeah, exactly. Voice of reason. Especially when you get like six free games a month from Pro. It's like yeah, like, I'll possibly play everything. Yeah, I don't think I've played all the pro games this this month yet, actually. Because Outriders came out the same time. I've just been stuck into You've that. not tried Pikiniku yet. I, oh, I have. Yeah, my oh, well, it's a fabulous little game that is. It looks mad. it looks like dorky adorable, and oh, like I love dorky adorable stuff. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it, it sounds daft, but it's magical. It really is. It's just a wonderful little game and some amazing little puzzles in it. I've really, really enjoyed that game. That is a little diamond in the rough there for this month's nice pro games. Relax, yeah, it was um, it was hugely popular amongst streamers on Twitch when it first came out. Actually, Lee, um, that was something I, I picked up a while back. Uh, yeah, because of that, because actually it looks really like an old flash game or something. But there's a lot to it, and it's fun to play. And it's like you said, Skull. It's kind of dorky and quirky and fun to watch. So, yeah, I can see its appeal for streaming. Yes. It took me back to my childhood. It had that very Mister Men kind of look away. Oh yeah, look about That's it. Yeah, that's what it reminded me of. Yeah, fabulous. They were good. All right, moving out of Wonderland. Then we got some GFN news too. GFN did something pretty cool. Launched in Latin America, which is awesome. More players, more people coming in. Obviously, none of us are in Latin American regions, but anybody in chat, part of that region, and excited to get into Eddie, GFN? Eddie's Brazil. Is that the whole of Latin America or just mm, certain countries? That's a good question. Yeah. Dan, you want to look that up? Yeah. Because it's huge. We'll come back to that in just a second then. Um, that's great. For those who are already members, whether you are a founder or a, I believe, what is it, priority is what they're also, is what they're called now. Um, you can also now claim a rare Noble Oasis outfit for Spellbreak. Um, founders get it first, and then priority members get it next. There will be obviously enough for everybody, but they just want to give a little bit of preference to those who came first, and that's okay. Um, so that's fun. I mean, it's kind of like Prime Gaming, where they give you some like free stuff just for being a, a Prime member. Um, like I claimed a bunch of random stuff for Destiny 2 whenever it came out. Not that I ever played Destiny 2 enough, but... You know, it's nice. It's kind of just like a little reward. Like, hey, here's something just a little extra that nobody asked for, but you'll still enjoy. Yeah. You never look a gift horse in the mouth, do you? Nope. 
No. So I'm on the I'm on the website at the moment and it just keeps refreshing itself to be fair. But from what I can see, <laughs> it doesn't actually say whereabouts it is and it's all in, in a language I don't speak anyway. So but yeah, there's there's a there's a website, it's uh, powered by in fact I'll just share my screen. So it's it's stopped refreshing now. Yeah, because Kumnor in chat says that they're using a, a third party partner. Yeah, Abia. what what was it? Abia. A- yeah. A-B-Y-A. Okay. Abia. So, covering there, Lee's Mas potential, Mas quegos. <laughs> but it, Mike was me. It looks <laughs> like I mean, you get all all of the games that you'd get from GFN yeah, normally. Yeah, plus games. Okay, um, ray tracing, RTX and stuff. Awesome. Yeah, so but I mean, it's, it's it's the whole thing. So that's cool. Um, it's not like pared down to be like we're slowly going to release it into Latin America. It's it's all of it. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, so actually there might be some localization options here. Well, no, that's just everywhere in the world. So, but you can sign up for your. Uh, you know I mean, you're interested in this as well. To I'm guessing there might be some sort of like rollout of it, rather than just releasing it all in one go. So, what, um, what's the um, what's the URL down? Is it just a .com or have they got um? Um, I guess if you take away all this at the top here, it's abya.gfn.la. Ln. L A. L A. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, Latin America. <laughs> well, I was there. I was. Yeah, I was round Hollywood way at that point. So. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Other L A. Yeah. Well, cool. That's exciting. I um I know that frequently Stadia gets all sorts of comments like, "When are you coming to this? When are you coming to that?" Um, and so you know, it's it's cool to see more platforms like trying to reach out and trying to include everybody. Um. Because, I mean, everybody should have access to something fun. Um, Let's see here. Uh, Also, from GFN, Mortal Shell is getting RTX support, and Medieval Dynasty and Observer System Redux are getting DLSS support. So all of this to make your games look more beautiful, which is always wonderful. Um, I've tried out um, ray tracing on Minecraft, and at first, so I started it with it turned on, and like I hadn't played Minecraft in quite a while. So I was like, oh, this, you know, this looks pretty. But like my brain didn't remember what it was like before. So then I turned it off and I was like, oh my gosh, this is terrible. <laughs> wow. I mean, it's not terrible. Minecraft still looks great as it is, because I also have um various shaders and whatnot to make it look pretty. But the but just having RTX as what it is, like that was really cool. So ray tracing is is so cool. And I think not having a computer that could probably handle that natively. This is mm-hmm. a great way for people to try it out. For sure. 100%. Also, 15 more games were added into support, uh, yeah. including um, Nigate, Nigate, Tail, which is a day and date release on Steam, which uh, April 12th, which is what? That's today, right? No, three days ago. My bad. Days ago. <laughs> <laughs> and it's also currently available for 15% off um, via the Steam store uh, through April 18th. So if anybody here has been interested in that and has a GFN account, you can go ahead and check that out on Steam, 15% off, and play it straight away through your GFN. We've got and... Tennis Game, Beholder 2, Far Cry 2, Fortunes Edition, Outriders, which obviously came out everywhere as well. Mm-hmm. Postal 4, No Regrets. Although, because <laughs> Lee, actually, Lee actually wrote this article, and he Not must have again. seen that and gone, 
uh, there's a spelling it's mistake. It's typo, there. yeah. So he changed it to regrets, and I was like, no, I had to correct it, so it said regrets again. That's <laughs> brilliant. Um, but yeah, Sheltered, Shio, we've got Tomb Raider, Lara Croft, as we've just been talking about. Um, I think they've got most of the Tomb Raiders on from, from the olden like, consoles now on GFN. Torchlight mm-hmm. 1 and 3, Trine, we just had Trine 4 on Stadia as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Vigil, The Longest Night, Werewolf, The Apocalypse, Heart of the Forest, and Yes, Your Grace. Yes, so, Your Grace. Yeah, you do it better than me. Anders in the chat says that um, GeForce Now will be available in Argentina, Brazil, Chile, Paraguay, and Uruguay under the agreement. So, yeah, that's a fair amount of countries, though. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty good. There's his comment. Thanks for that information. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, the, GFN are kind of just on a roll at the moment. I mean, yeah. like, we're getting like 15 games at pop, and like, Again, though, it all comes back to the convenience of just having it all in one place. Like, I know a lot of people probably have Steam and Epic and Origin and, you know, whatever else is in there. So being able to just access it in one place instead of having to open the launcher, have it, like, installed or any of that. Like, I think that's, you know, for people who don't have a whole lot of memory space, this is, like, the coolest thing. So they're like, oh, hey, this game that I own, well, now I don't have to worry about, like, downloading it. It's just, it's right here. And so that's, you know, that's pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely. Cloud for the win. Indeed. That's why most of us are here, to be fair. Yep. 100%. Yep. All right. So also we have some things that kind of relate to uh, the gaming world as a whole. There is a hotfix 1.21 for Cyberpunk 2077, Um, the game that continues to have issues for everybody, apparently. (laughs) Um, I mean, anybody here even play this? Yeah, I played it. I played it when it first came out. I played about ten hours, and I just mm. got sick and tired of the bugs and this, that, yeah. and the other. And I know a lot of it's been fixed, but I've still not been brave enough to dive back in there yet and give it another go. It's a whole it, first impressions thing. Yeah, it, it really did put me off massively. And one of my good friends, Blake Stadia, he he he's obsessed with it. He loves it, and he he tries to entice me back in, but. I'm sorry, it's just been spoiled for me, unfortunately, for the, those first 10 hours. It's it's just ruined the experience. It t- t- took a whole, you know, the immersion. Mm-hmm. It all just got taken yeah. away from me, so it's massively put me off. I'm so uh, positive tonight, aren't I? I'm just thinking. <laughs> I'm just thinking. Okay. I've got, I, stadia I promote bad. myself. I promote myself as the most positive man on Stadia. I've, just, <laughs> I've done nothing but moan tonight since I've been on here. It, do you know, I, I've played it for a little bit longer than that, but it wasn't the bugs that that have stopped me playing. It's the game. I just can't get into it at all. I just I just don't like it very much. I don't know. There's something about it. This I find it a bit crass for a start, and I think that's cultural. I think um, yeah. it's you know it's obviously um, CD Projekt Red, and being Eastern European, they have a kind of slightly different cultural take on the world. It's maybe 1972 circa somewhere <laughs> around there, um, and well, so that. Yeah, it's a on the bus. <laughs> Come on, do that person. Come on. So yeah, it's a bit of that going on. All right, Blaggy. Um, and it's uh, it's a bit of that, and it's uh, graphically as well. Just doesn't tick tick it for me. No. I know it's got ray tracing if you play it on GFN or um, PC. Um, but I've got it on Stadia, and you know it looks about as good as it's going to get for me. And I'm I'm not really into it. Ray loves it. I, Ray absolutely adores it. He plays it all the time. And I, I'm jealous because I want to enjoy it the way those guys enjoy it. And yeah, I just yeah, can't get same. into it in the same way. 
So I just realised that, like, obviously, that for this week, the UK people actually outnumber the the US people. Yeah, we got all these so... cultural references. Scarlett's going, yeah, what? Well, I'm just thinking, like, <laughs> Lee saying, saying is. Lee's saying he's, he's negative about it. It's like, I'm, I'm surprised we haven't started moaning about the weather or something. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I'm exactly the same. I mean, I bought this game. The only reason I bought this game, if I'm honest, was for the free premiere edition. Um, yeah. I had zero interest in it before that. And like, I kind of sometimes feel bad that I haven't devoted more time to it because it does look like it could be a good game if you got into it. But then I kind of have to remind myself, no, you got your money's worth because of the premier edition. Yeah, so. True. Yeah. Um, and I'll be honest with you, I'm do- I'm really only doing the same with the Resident Evil as well. Um, although I am a fan of the Resident Evil series, I absolutely n- numbers one, two, and three are probably up there in my top ten games of all time. Um, I just don't like the Resident Evil since they got rid of the zombies. So, um, hoping that, you know what I mean? Hoping once that comes along, that I'll, I'll give it a try and maybe fall in love with Resident Evil again. But, I, um, um, folks, if you've not seen the clip, the viral <laughs> clip uh, of, of Scarlet and Avery playing Resident Evil 7, <laughs> Scarlet's just not looking. I'm not looking. I don't want to see it. Avery's well, I'm working fixated. Down here. <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden, pushes the door open and then Dan appears. Avery's <laughs> 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 like, what? It's absolute genius. He's like, I quit, I quit. That's why it's not here this week. He's actually yeah. quit. Just... <laughs> I think you, you've given him PTSD, mate. <laughs> I just just sit there thinking like, I mean, how, how can I get them? How can I scare them? I was like, I've got the access to the stream yard, so I don't need an invite to join the stream yard. I can just log in and if as only as you would quickly... happen to do it at the exact same time when she like popped up, like popped back up or something oh, like that. Yeah, like, yeah, that would yeah. have been like spot on timing. Yeah, it was like there's a couple parts where like I actually jumped, even though I was only like half paying attention. I was I was mostly there just for moral support. But um like I jumped and I was like, oh crap. Like I wasn't <laughs> expecting that to happen. Um, yeah, people it's probably the highlight of the entire stream for some people. I think. Yeah, everybody's liking it and sharing it. And it was it was brilliant. If you haven't seen it, check it out. Honestly, it's so funny. <laughs> so, uh, last thoughts on Cyberpunk. I'm kind of there with you guys. Like, I love the idea, like the the story kind of behind the game, kind of like the the post post apocalyptic things have kind of gone weird. And like, I know it wasn't an apocalypse story, but it feels that way because like the world is so different and everything's like massively changed. Mm. But I just I can't. I just don't enjoy dark weird twisted nonsense like that and there's also there's a difference between mature and adult yeah and i can do adult because that's when it's geared towards the older minds like these are topics that you can deal with war poverty stuff like that that's adult to me mature is when they do things that are like sex all over the place and aimed, aimed at 14 year olds yeah 14 year olds who want to be 30 yeah what, what's that show 13 going on 30 or that that movie watch that no. all the time I think um, the anyway this, yeah sorry carry on no you go ahead i was i was literally just gonna say like probably the highlight of cyberpunk for me was um felix of tendo's first ever live stream of this game on on stadia source and I think he forgot to put the adult filter on. So obviously he's there customizing his character <laughs> and, it's, and it's all hanging out, right? 
And you can just see him looking at the screen like, Dan's going to kill me because I've just streamed this on the other way. And then there's a mission later on where you have to carry a lady out of the bathtub and obviously she's got no clothes on or anything. And things are kind of conveniently placed at the bottom of the screen for the entirety of you carrying her. And you can just see him like sweating, like thinking Dan's going to kill me. But I think, no, if anybody's watching this, then you, know, to, like, you knew what you were getting She's in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I'd say the most disappointing part of it for me is the fact that Witcher 3 was such a masterpiece. It's up there for me in my top three. And I was expecting that same quality of storytelling and gameplay, and it's just not there for me, unfortunately. Yeah. Those first I think 10 hours. Of, I think they worried, though, because they kept delaying and delaying. Yeah. And maybe, you know, yeah. maybe this is just how the game was always going to be, because even if you delay to make it look better, the story is still probably going to be the same. So I actually, like, I... I kind of, you know, feel bad for some of you guys who are like, I love this company. Yeah. And then. No, it's a good show. And they, and there were repercussions for a lot. I mean, their shares took a hit. There was talk of them breaking the business up. Uh, you know, there were shareholders putting a class action together mm. um, to sue them because the game wasn't ready for release when it was released. And it, it was huge backlash PR and so on. I haven't kept up with it since. I'm not sure what, where they are now with everything but for some time it was uh, it was a pretty heated yeah. you know pr pretty hot uh, company was this were they supposed to be getting multiplayer as well this game apparently next year isn't it i think is that that far on you you know my one of my sayings by now is i'd rather have the ability to play multiplayer and not use it than want it and not have it so I, I'm one of these people that if if I'm playing something like Destiny or Outriders, I want to be playing it with people you know I mean that I care about. Um, but then I also yeah. want to be able to enjoy it by myself when the time is right. So yeah. I think if I'm ever going to get into this game, which apparently Eli's just shattered my dreams and hopes. Yeah. Um, I was going to say if I was ever going to get into it, it'd probably be when multiplayer drops and if I can get someone to play it with me. But mm. um, what's it priced at at the moment? Has it dropped? considerably since launch or is it still I know it's had around? a couple of sales every once in a while hasn't yeah. it yeah i don't Probably think only like 10 game has changed i don't think any games really have changed too much on stadia if at all no that's true not unless it's an official sale um yeah. and it tends to bounce back afterwards which to be fair is it's just a bit weird to me because obviously we used to obviously disc-based games they would depreciate after time mm -hmm. you you'd have to wait like a half a year or something and it would be half price or something so that's what i used to do but with with them being online now you don't really ever see them the prices go down so as i say ray and others love it i mean they absolutely adore it but it's just it doesn't float my boat as no well, game has today <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's good that we can still talk for 60 minutes about it though isn't it? Yeah. That's true. <laughs> speaking of uh, games that suffer delays um ac valhalla has also yeah. um announced a delay in its first major expansion but again like i'm okay with things being delayed i would rather have things be delayed and be good than put out and tried to be fixed because one of the things that drives me nuts um, whenever it comes to like consoles specifically is when you get the game and you put it into your console the next day after Christmas or the day of Christmas, then you have to sit there for another hour um, while it updates its first patch or whatever. And I understand that like they're, they're fixing it because now that the game is actually out there and been bought and whatever, they've noticed some more things. And I get that. But when it's like 15 gigabytes or something like that, that makes zero sense. 
So I'm okay with delays. I also don't mm. play Valhalla. Like I wanted to, and then the more that I saw about it, the less I cared. Because oh, I'm I'm a bit I'm a big Greek, Norse, all that mythology. I love all mm. of it. Um, so I was very excited for Valhalla because Vikings and, and everything, like that's totally my jam. But then it's just, you know, Assassin's Creed's kind of gone off the dark path. Um, so there's a delay in its first major expansion. I don't know if you guys know much about the first major expansion or anything about it. Um, but I mean, I think Rock, you know more about. This. I don't know. Actually, no, I haven't. I don't know much about the the, the expansion. I mean, I love the game. Uh, although, to be fair, um, it deviates quite quickly from any kind of history fairly early on in the game, uh, and then it goes off into folklore and stuff, which is okay. Uh, I mean, there are it's clear delineation. You know that you've gone off into folklore and stuff, you know, and you can go back into uh, a, a semi-realistic uh, historical context. But no, I think it's a I think it's a big achievement. Um, I I haven't enjoyed it as much as Odyssey or Origins. Uh, I think Origins is the best Assassin's Creed game anyway. Um, you know, just the, the ability to go around the Sphinx and into the pyramids, and it's just absolutely gorgeous. And uh, I'm still playing Odyssey from time to time as well. So I don't think it's it's in that space, but I think it's a good enough game. And I agree with you, Scarlett. I would, every day of the week, I'd much rather they said, look, we're going to pull it off for a couple of months and polish it up and get it right. Mm-hmm. I just wish my clients felt the same way. They don't, sadly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There, there's, you know, I mean, I can understand people being like, well, this is what we expected. Um, this is kind of what we deserve because this is what you promised. But also customers can be very understanding if you're just upfront about it. Like I've had to push back sending out my my displays just because there's so much to do and I am only mm. one person. Mm. And, you know, there's been a mistake that I've had to fix. And so that's pushed things back a little bit too. But just letting your customers know eases everything like considerably, like, People's, people have the idea that don't ask permission or like, I don't ask permission. I ask for forgiveness. I, I'd rather come forward first and say, this is the problem as opposed to mm. being silent for months and then be like, here was the problem. Cause that just makes people mad. Um, Communication is the key. I Indeed. think given obviously the, like the, the current climate around the world regarding to COVID as well, like delays are just, I mean, inevitable, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll get back to you know, I mean, equilibrium yeah. at some point, but for now, you can't really complain. There too is much. the worry that some people are using it as yeah. just an excuse, like they aren't actually delaying for any reason; they're just delaying to delay. I don't think that's really ever the case, though. Nobody wants to push anything back ever. Like nah. movie movies being released, nobody wants to push that back because that's actually money lost. And I get not everybody's money geared but a business as a whole is money geared so nobody well, it's wants just the to excitement as well the people that obviously make these games like they have a passion mm-hmm. for it and you know i mean if, i'm sure just as if you'd created something you were proud of you'd want to release it as soon as possible so oh yeah for sure yeah. well ubisoft have pushed back on most of their updates haven't they because we if you remember far cry 6 was put has been put back and we still don't have a release date yet for it I'm trying to think what the other one was called when you could, there was uh, lots of downhill running and racing and stuff. Riders Republic. Riders Republic. I mean, that was put back as well. So, you know, I think, I think, I think their whole timeline across all development has been pushed out, to be fair, probably for the same reason, Dan. Mm. All right. Um, so we got one thing before we move on, and that is the winners of the GFN two month membership giveaway. 
We're going to go ahead and announce those names. Don't worry if you're not here. Uh, we will be in contact with you to make sure that you get your winnings. Um, but we're going to go ahead and list out who the lucky winners are. Um, so we got Pablo from Spain. We got Raul from Spain. There is Gary from good old USA. We got Patrick of Canada, Martin of Hungary. So that's kind of fun. Richard from France, Dave from the UK, Andre, not, uh, yeah, so Andre of Portugal. And then we had two people who were going to win other cool things along with their stuff. So we have William from USA who gets the stainless steel GSN bottle. And Stephanie, who also is of the USA, who won the stainless steel bottle and the mug. So you guys will be contacted to get your GFN codes for your two-month memberships. Um, William and Stephanie will be contacted for their uh, addresses so we can ship you your GSN swag. But congratulations, everybody, and thank you, everybody who entered. We had almost a 1,000 entries, which was totally cool. Wow, I didn't even know that. Yeah. <laughs> we, yeah. Wow. Um, and granted, you know, every person can get up to, I think it was like, what, 10 or 15 entries, but still, that's a lot of people, and we love that you guys wanted to be part of this. So thank you, everybody who entered. Super cool stuff. You're welcome. Absolutely. All righty. Um, we're going to change that back, and we're going to go like this, and we're going to go like, uh, it doesn't get much hotter than Dancing Zemo, but let's try with the hot topic. <laughs> <laughs> Dancing Zemo is the best thing right now. <laughs> uh, anywho, um, if there's nothing more pure than Dancing Zemo on the internet right now. Uh, okay, so... Uh, Stadia Dad, a.k.a. Lee, a.k.a. this wonderful gentleman who is part of our podcast tonight, um, you headed the uh, Fair Share 24-hour stream event. Is that correct? That is correct. Yeah. Yep. So that was fantastic. You guys raised a decent two, chunk of money. Over two and a half thousand pounds we raised, yeah. Yeah. Which is phenomenal. Incredible. Yeah. Um, so... You know, tell us a little bit more about that. We love seeing gamers putting something back into the community, into especially right now when people are in so much need. Yeah. There is always need, but right now it feels like there's even more. So can you tell us a little bit about how, you know, what was your process pulling this together? How did you contact people or just any of the good stuff? You know, tell us the deets. Uh, like everybody during this time, I was just... I needed something to do, something to drive me, something to push forward on. And I was just sat there one one night in February. And I was talking to my wife and I was explaining to her that I needed something to do. And we'd done something at Christmas, myself and my wife, because we run our own business. And at Christmas, we collected um, um, some food from our clients. So they all put bags of shopping and groceries together. And we must have gathered around about two to three hundred pounds worth of uh, groceries and food and donated that to a, a local food bank, a local church, uh, local to us. And they were, they were dead grateful. And it was an amazing feeling doing what we did. But I just wanted to go that step further. Um, so I did a bit of looking around on the Internet and I found the guys at Fair Share Manchester, Greater Manchester. And I thought, I've just started streaming. Why not use that? to platform off and raise as much money as possible by doing a 24-hour stream. And I was very close and friendly to some guys who headed up on the stream with me and with Adam, uh, who's with us tonight. I was friendly with some guys and Adam. And Adam. 
no, 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 because obviously we had the guys that did the stream and Adam did a lot of the graphics for us, a lot of the technical side. I mean, he put up so much of me at stupid, stupid times of the day and night. Uh, Adam, Adam, how do we do this? <laughs> I've got an error. But no, that was the whole process of it. Um, and we obviously, we got a lot of the guys from the community who did plea videos for us. It was just, I think it was about eight, nine weeks of organisation. And the last week, it was just, it was just nuts. It was chaos. Um, everything just felt last minute, even though it wasn't. But yeah, and obviously we got the guys. Uh, we got Roger Clark and Rob Whitehoff, who did the voices uh, in-game in the story mode of Arthur Morgan and John Marston. We got them on board as well to do a little plea video, which was absolutely incredible. My wife cried when she opened the email and saw Roger Clark mention, what, what, yeah, mentioning the <laughs> uh, stated dad in my name. You know, it was, it was just phenomenal. It, the whole experience was just something I'll never, ever, ever forget. I really can't. That's awesome. I totally can understand that feeling of, of, happiness like joy yeah. that just comes from being able to to give something back um yeah like we are put on this earth to give to each other um that's why we have family units that's why we have friends that's why we form relationships is to give something to each other without like it yeah great stuff <laughs> it, makes, it makes you proud to be part of this community as well i mean there's been a lot of division and stuff lately a lot of you know i mean it just it just fills me with confidence again. Yeah, we, we went down and we visited the charity a week before, myself and Codex Gaming, uh, just to see sort of where the money would be going and how it would be spent. And at the time, what, what they do, I'll, I'll explain what they do more. That will make it a lot easier for sort of vision. Uh, envision. Uh, they're a massive, like a massive warehouse and food comes in from oversourced food from supermarkets and shops and other businesses in and around the community. And it comes in and then gets distributed to other charities and community centres and churches who then distribute it through their communities. But not only do these, these little tiny charities just give food, they take people in and rehabilitate people. So someone who's down on the look... So, sort of maybe who's uh, drug abuse or alcohol, alcohol abuse, or uh, come from a broken home, or something like that, and they're just really down on the look. They help them get back on the feet, find a job, and just things like that. So, that two and a half thousand pound now is literally changing someone's life from being down there on the bottom of the you know bottom rung and lifting them back up, back to where they should be living life again. And, and I don't think in twenty twenty one anyone should be living life like that right now. And mm -hmm. More of this needs to be done, unfortunately. For sure. For but sure. I can't do I can't do a twenty four hour stream every week, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> as amazing as that would be. Um, so I like to I like I love numbers. I've always enjoyed math. Uh, so can you tell us maybe uh, some of the numbers, like how many people participated? Like yeah, how many? There was, there was myself. There was Color, uh, Codex Gaming, Blake Stadia. You have to help me out here, Rock. I'm drawing a blank. Lucky uh, Six and uh, Good Rebel Gaming, and obviously Adam. Um, Adam did two interviews for us on the day with Color. You keep smiling because I left you last. Is this? No, it's the and. <laughs> oh, oh, and Adam. Oh, and Adam. Um, we, he did a couple of interviews for us with uh, Color, who gave tips. 
how to play Red Dead Redemption online, how to start, what's the best way to play the game, etc. And then he did a fantastic interview with the help me out again <laughs> with William Stadium Pro, Pro William. Gaming. Yeah, uh, about the history of Red Dead and how true to life it is, West. and yeah. the Wild West, and it was a fascinating interview. Uh, so yeah, I think there was six of us streaming, and the, the, and the beginning and end shows as well. And um, we had the beginning and end shows and the pre-show. Yeah, yeah. and I was pretty so, much there every hour. I'm just making sure the and means something. That you know, and, yes. Yeah, <laughs> no, <laughs> if it if it weren't for Adam and the boys, um, <laughs> I don't think any of it could have gotten done. The, Every single one of them were amazing. I'd, yeah, true, true, true friends that I've I've never met five of the guys, uh, six of the guys. Sorry, I've never even met them in in real life, but I do class them now as best friends because of what we went through together. You know, pushing. I got to about two o'clock in the morning, <laughs> and I was I wasn't too bad, but I came across one of the guys. I'm not going to mention names, and he was he was gone. He was shattered. In fact, it was six o'clock in the morning. That was it. So we'd been awake now for a good 36 hours, I would say, Mm. because we'd been up in the morning as well. And he thought he was seeing things. He thought his horse had fell from the sky. That's how (laughs) bad he got. He thought he was actually seeing things. And it was just little. And I just sort of lifted him back up again and gave him that boost to get through to those those last six hours. It was just little moments like that that I'll never forget that we had with each other. You know, driving and pushing each other forward, and the laughter. We had a we had a podcast, uh, a campfire podcast, actually in game. All sat around the campfire, uh, and the, the chat went crazy because everybody joined in with us. So the guys from Sounds of Stadia was there, and they we're just talking games and life, and it was just one of it was just fabulous, honestly. And there was also a bunch of guys that that I mean, Ray played with you pretty much for the whole yeah, 20, Ray, 24 Ray hours. Ray Sherrod, he he had. He was not actually an official part hmm. of the charity or the drive for it or the 24-hour stream, but he was there from the minute we pressed that first A button hmm. to the end as well. Well, I'd say nearly at the end. He did he um, just missed the very last show. He just missed the very last show, bless him, because <laughs> he, he, he did fall asleep uh, in the moonshine shack. <laughs> bless him. <laughs> yeah, bless him. But no, it was fabulous. And we had guys from Gem jumped in there, uh, Stadia Pro Gaming jumped in there, Kumnar was in there, RJ Stadia, Anthony, just guys from all across the community. Mm-hmm. I think uh, Meg was Sammy. in the chat, Megatron, Sammy. Uh, yeah, uh, Queen Rach, she was in the chat. Yeah. yeah, there was just so many names. Eddie Player One. We just had so many amazing names following us and supporting us. So I, 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 said, would, uh, I, I would sorry. do it again. So I would do it again tomorrow. If I knew I was going to earn that amount of money again, I would do it again tomorrow at the drop of a hat. You wouldn't have to ask me twice. It was a great community thing at the right time for Stadia yeah. as well. For sure. Yeah, it was. Mm. It really was. And we, obviously we had, I think, the guys at Killer Queen Black, uh, mm. Liquid Bit Games, they donated prizes to us. Um, the guys at um, Ro- Roddy Games, Robbie Games, who uh, are bringing out Blue Fire for Stadia. Yeah. They donated a prize. I mean, these are people, you know, tiny little developers who who donated prizes to us. And it's just amazing how the community came together to do this amazing thing. And I'm just so proud to be a part of it. That's really awesome. I yeah. I love seeing this kind of stuff. I love seeing people come together who have, you know, 
maybe one thing in common, but still coming together, it's really cool. Yeah, um, see Anthony in the chat that he did set his alarm for three o'clock in the morning his time <laughs> uh, to get up to do the posse battle. He did, bless him. <laughs> he did. <laughs> and I'm not going to read that message, Ray. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> there was a mystery noise on stream, and no one's owned up to it. Yet. Oh yes, <laughs> it was loud. It was rasp, and it was very, very coarse. Yes, no one's owned up to it yet. But it wasn't me. <laughs> no. <laughs> But no, that's just another one of those moments. <laughs> well, mystery noises aside, though, uh, real quick before we end this up, um, Avery in chat saying that there's some little bit of breaking news that Stadia will Ooh. be getting a Resident Evil 8 demo May 1st to May 2nd. So for those of you who like that kind of thing, um, there you go. Demo it out. Excellent stuff. <laughs> yeah, because they they did they brought the demo out originally for most platforms, didn't they? Um, I wasn't actually that impressed with it. If I, was... <laughs> <laughs> I was looking forward to it as well. But there you go. I'm not expecting to be impressed because, of, as I said earlier, ever since there's three, no zombies, kind of, there's no zombies. Yeah, it's, it's zombies, I'm, I'm willing to give it a try. So, <laughs> uh, talking of which, Dan, why was there only three episodes at the end of the, the second part of Walking Dead? It was like three episodes in the final second half of the season i'll be honest with you i've watched the first and second seasons of walking dead and then oh. i got bored of waiting every time they had like a mid-season break yeah so i decided to wait until it was all finished and then i was just going to binge watch binge the entire it. thing so um i don't i've seen some spoilers here and there but i don't really yeah, yeah. know much about it and i've got that many things this is what i should have realized is i've got that many things to watch that it's probably going to be years if you know what i mean before i actually get binge that. watching has changed my world because uh, i oh yeah you know, used to watch tv and the, the following week you'd have completely forgotten what the pre like game mm. of thrones was awful to watch every week because it was such a complex story when you binge watch it it kind of makes sense i mean <laughs> I, I started watching game of thrones probably just as the last season started airing so by the time i caught up with it um, I think it was, it was only like the last four episodes that I had to wait for. Uh, and I did exactly the same with Breaking Bad as well. Yeah. Um, we're currently working our way through 24, which is a bit of blast from the past. Bit of uh, 24. Well, if you don't Morris know 24, you don't know him. Jack. Keith <laughs> yeah. we, I, just, I just binge watched the whole of um, Better Call Saul, and I can't wait. There's one more season coming out next year, and then I'm going to re-watch Breaking Bad because then mm. you've got all the kind of you know the, the 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 backstory to all the characters. Then I love. I don't think I've watched the last season of Better Call Saul. I did start watching it, but yeah, I started, and then because there wasn't one for a year, I I, I lost it, and I've gone back and yeah. binge watched the whole thing. And uh, there you go, bingewatchsource.com. I was about soon. to make a reference. Binge source. <laughs> <laughs> You just need family guy in the office in your life. That's all. Oh you need. yes, oh, the office. That's all you need. You don't need anything else. Family guy is amazing. Yeah, I'm, yeah. yeah, I'm with you there, Lee. <laughs> I got it real quick though. Um, I watched a lot of Walking Dead when I was in college, like up until like five a.m. when I probably should have been sleeping because I had classes at eight. Like when I could still do that kind of crap and like yeah. function on three hours of sleep. And I was watching one of the episodes uh, that deals with the baby, and the baby goes like 
missing from her from her uh, her rocker thing. Uh, yeah, her thing. <laughs> she goes missing, <laughs> and there's blood on it. And it was during the week that my my child was actually gone um, with my grandparents or my parents, so her grandparents. Uh, oh. She was just she was with them for a little bit, and so like I just broke down in tears. I was like, I'm mm. never watching this show ever again. <laughs> um, yeah, that was a while ago. No, Anywho, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> All right. We're going to move on to the end, I suppose. This is the beginning of the end. Uh, we want to say thank you to... Wait, this is when we click, right? Thank you to our patrons yeah, and our I, YouTube members. I, can pull <laughs> on the I don't have it, Dan. Do you have it? Are you pulling it up? Yeah. I think there's something going on. Down, yeah, there we go. There <laughs> thank you to everybody who's a supporter of Gaming Source Network. Stadia Source and GFN Source. We got our Crystal Tier, Platinum Tier, uh, Gold Tier, and Silver Tier. We've got also a Bronze Tier, which is fantastic. So thank you, everybody, who's done that. Thank you to everybody who's bought us a hot chocolate as well. And our past patrons. Thank you, everybody, for your support and for being here. Let's see here. What else do we got? Uh, thank the live viewers. Thank you, live viewers. <laughs> thank you, live um, viewers. And we're going to say goodnight to those who have come. Uh, Dan, thank you for being on your show. Thank you for having me on my show. It's <laughs> nice to be on my show. Good to see someone, someone different for a change. So. <laughs> Rock, welcome to the show again. It's great. I really enjoyed it. And um, and thank you, Scarlett, for being an amazing host as well. You did a cracking job. Yeah. Well done. Better Thanks. than I could have done. <laughs> and Lee, Stady Dad, thank you for all you have done, and thank you for being here as well. We hope to have you back again. No, thank you very much for having me, Scarlett. It's been an absolute joy and a pleasure, so thank you. You've done an amazing job tonight, so you should be proud of yourself. Brilliant. Thanks. <laughs> um, if you are listening to the podcast, um, you can join us live most Thursday evenings right here on YouTube. And if you're watching us on YouTube, you can actually download our podcast on Spotify, podcasts, and everywhere else you get podcasts. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at GamingSourceNet. Like us on fake Facebook, turn the beat around, and love to hear the percussion. Join our Discord at stdsource.com slash Discord. And keep an eye out for all new GSN, GeForce Now Source, and Stadia Source merch at stadiasource.com slash merch. Hosting has been generously provided by Rock. If you're looking for a web developer, want to launch the next big app, or just find yourself in need of technical expertise, check out all the services provided by Rock at rokk.co.uk. <laughs> and if you haven't already, down below is a thumbs up button that lets us know you like the show. And right next to it is a subscribe button that lets you know every time we post a new video. You can also become a member of the Gaming Source Network channel by clicking the join button below with great perks at every level of your budget. I've been your host, Scarlett. And on behalf of Gaming Source Network, your number one source for all things gaming, thank you for joining us on the GSN Roundtable. Have a good one. Thank you.